right now we go to Prince Dengue. He's the head of communications at Africa African Diaspora Forum. Prince Dengue, you're in Joburg. Did you experience the march today in in Tswane in Pretoria? Thank you for having me. I'm not in. I was not in uh, in in Pretoria. I am in Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a press conference and. Uh, there was a robust uh, media coverage. So what, what? I, I cannot say anything about what happened in Pretoria. I wasn't there. No, no, granted. I thought perhaps you, you had been there or, or had monitored in some respects. But what we saw in Pretoria today really is, call it a fringe um, coming together of so-called concerned citizens, maybe even opportunists, maybe even criminals themselves. <laughs> But groups of people who believe they must go and march against foreign nationals, they must go into their businesses, search their businesses, and that in many cases they believe foreign nationals are criminals. What does your organization say to such groups? Yeah, uh, I think uh, marching, marching is a democratic right for people in their country. But when you start marching uh, for a, a, a xenophobic action, so it means you are marching to celebrate hatred. You understand? Then it is something that's out of a human society. You understand? You cannot march celebrate a hatred against a fellow human being. So that doesn't take any place in the human society. Certainly not against a fellow African, because that's what we all are. But the president of this country seems to think it's got nothing to do with xenophobia. He came out and said he believes that it was an anti-crime march. (laughs) Okay, anti-crime march. But those people uh, who organized an anti-crime march were, were looting... Uh, the, 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 the property assets of the so-called criminals. So now, who is criminal and who is not criminal? That I will not argue about. Anyone who takes to the street in any protest march and then decides they are going to loot or they're going to damage property, they are acting as criminals. 136 of them were arrested. The police used the word xenophobic. Um, and others have been saying, you know, this is out of xenophobia. Why do you think South Africans mistrust foreign nationals in places like Attridgeville, in areas like Soweto and in, in Tswane? Why is there such a great mistrust? Okay, uh, the mistrust, I think, comes from uh, some sweeping statements from some officials. You had... Uh, uh, in November, uh, during the the hundred days of the mayor of Johannesburg, Mr. Herman Masaba, and his sweeping statement gave a given momentum to uh, a hatred against foreign national living in South Africa. You know, you cannot uh, make such a, a, a reckless statement or mm. such a sweeping statement that all. A, a foreign national living in Johannesburg, they are illegal, they are criminals. And what message do you convey to, to your people? Are you people going to love those, 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 those foreign nationals? 
so you, it has triggered a, a, a more a, a, a more hatred into uh, the, the, the mindset of the people who had that kind of statement. There's also frustrating conditions on the ground. We have to be very honest about that. South Africans in underdeveloped areas, poor areas, are not getting jobs, you know, are, are not um, gaining employment or developing business. And when they see foreign nationals developing business with whatever skills they have, whatever network skills they have, or working together cooperatively, South Africans in, in those areas seem to be responding with what I can only express as as jealousy. So now we see foreign nationals succeeding. And against their success, we respond with anger, hatred, animosity. Is that not also the, the conditions on the ground? And, and will foreign nationals then not feel like there is no place for them to do business in South Africa? Uh, you know, uh, South Africa has this, uh, what they call the non-encampment policy for uh, refugees. Uh, refugees, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it means uh, refugees uh, have to be integrated into the society. They have to interact with local people. And I, I, I don't see any, any hindrance of uh, South Africans who want to, to prosper in business, to learn from their counterparts from uh, other African countries or other uh, people who came from other continents to settle uh, in South Africa. So if they see that uh, these people who are not South Africans are succeeding in business, it's, 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 it's an opportunity to learn, not an opportunity to hate. You understand? Then where, where, do we, where do we bridge this thing? Because, and, and let me say this again, I'm not speaking about foreign nationals in, in massive companies. We're talking about foreign nationals who come into so-called townships um, and start small micro-enterprises. These are the guys who, who, who create small shops right in the middle of these townships. They prove to quite, quite a few of us that that kind of entrepreneurship, way beyond the spas or shops that South Africans had run before, can be highly successful because they network their interests. But then many of them are accused of not employing some of the local people or not buying from some of the local folks. So where do we find a middle ground? How can we bring people together to say, we are not here invading your country, taking advantage of you, and then others to say, okay, we want to learn from you. Is there a middle ground, Prince? Yes, I think the middle ground is uh, public institutions. Uh, the middle ground is uh, NGOs that have to come up with programs uh, of uh, that would allow interaction and uh, uh, exchanges of uh, learning how people are doing business, how people are succeeding. It does mention that uh, some people uh, from other countries, they work in networks. You know, uh, you can mention people from mm. Pakistan, people from Bangladesh, you know. They don't work in uh, silos. They work in networks. So when you see a shop, here, this shop depends on that one. That one depends on the, depends on the other one. So it's it's a chain. 
you understand. But are we so, sharing so, that? Uh, you, yeah. you say public institutions need to bring it to life. What we're seeing now, frustrated residents of poor areas we call townships, target these foreign nationals for whatever reason. Some of them might even be doing it for a criminal advantage. But that is creating something. It is creating what the press has been feeding on like blood in the water for sharks. <laughs> it's creating a negative uh, image of foreign nationals. And also, I think, for many, and I do believe people like the bad publicity. Some of these folks who are stoking, you know, xenophobia, they... they the, the occasions that I've seen people at, at public gatherings talking about foreign nationals, they have that kind of hatred that doesn't speak of understanding or wanting to be brothers and sisters, you know, as African brothers and sisters. It's just that hatred of someone who doesn't come from where we come from in their minds. Yeah, but I'm not surprised. I'm not very surprised by that that hatred because xenophobia itself, uh, by definition, is a fear or mm. a hatred of strangers. You know, and but when there is a proper education uh, to make people understand that you can do this and that with these people, they are not a threat. Uh, on the contrary, they are an opportunity for you to blossom in, in life, to make progress in the society. So it's, that hatred can disappear, can dwindle. You know, it cannot disappear, your, your, it can dwindle. Your organization, African Diaspora Forum, how are you building up the reach of your organization? How are you trying to get into these uh, social discussions? I know we're having it on the radio tonight, but I always think, we talk about xenophobia when there's an incident or a march like this. We don't often actually speak of it in general of how we can get rid of it. My organization has understood that the hatred uh, is coming from uh, some kind of misunderstanding, uh, the lack of knowledge maybe, uh, uh, or the mistrust due to uh, lack of information, for example. So that's why we came up with uh, a lot of programs of social cohesion uh, in uh, the township. We are we are present in Orange Grove. We are present in Alexandra, in Catlahong. We we are running programs of social cohesion, mm. and uh, some of us uh, have volunteered to. Uh, to, 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 to dispense some education. Uh, we we yep. worked with the former mayor of Johannesburg, uh, 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 Councillor Park Sao. We, we used it to, 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 to mobilize, to sensitize some foreign nationals who have teaching skills in science and so on. Can I ask to, a question, though? Yes. What has the media done? What has the media done to support your organizations? Because not one of these massive television media companies or anyone has actually put out what we call public service announcements, anti-xenophobia. You know, I don't see it on the SABC. I don't see it on, on ANN7 or, or ENCA. Why won't they put out ads like that? Maybe we, we should push them. Do you think uh, it's time they, that, they that are, people... 
the, 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 the media is doing something. Maybe uh, they are not doing more, but uh, we have our representative, like uh, our mm. uh, uh, public relations uh, officer, uh, Mr. Johnson Emeka, yep. who is uh, uh, invited at SABC, uh, at NN7 uh, TV in Midrand. You know, to, uh, I think they should make some. They should make some real ads about this. You know, when you when you see your your evening news, Mali, there should also be a message. You know, like the the message about saving water. There should be a message against xenophobia. Yeah, but you are a South African. Uh, you can be heard better than me, so you can oh. maybe <laughs> write to the TVs, write to radio stations. To maybe to uh, to to do more, yeah. Uh, to, yeah to I would definitely suggest today to disseminate the information and the the, the, the work we are doing on ground. So I think it can help us as well, Prince. I do hope that campaigns like that come to life because I sometimes see South African media so focused on being reactionary or covering the story for the guts of it, but some and in some respects. We also have to be responsible media institutions. I know this one that I'm on will make such such campaigns happen, will produce such adverts, and I think we must encourage other media to do so as well. It is time that we, we tell South Africans this type of hatred is, is basically, I mean, this is the worst of us. This is not the best of us. We conquered apartheid. But now we want to hate on our on our African brothers and sisters. Yeah, I think you have uh, you have it in your hands. Uh, mm. uh, I cannot talk for myself. <laughs> I, I'm talking to a South African and I'm on a South African radio, so uh, it means uh, we all have a, a homework to do. Yeah, on your side, on our side. Prince Adenge, uh, how do we get hold of your organization? If anyone wants to be in contact, are you on social media? Yes, we are on social media. We have uh, a Twitter handle, which is uh, uh, at uh, diaspora underscore F. Yeah. That's our Twitter handle. We have uh, a Facebook page and a Facebook account. Yeah, the Facebook, uh, the Facebook page is African Diaspora Forum. So, and uh, the, the, the Facebook yeah. account is Africa, Africa with K, Africa yeah. A, Africa Diaspora, uh, Diaspora Forum. So we have a Facebook page, we have a Facebook account, we have a Twitter handle. Can you give we us a, a Twitter handle again? It's at Diaspora. At uh, uh, Diaspora underscore yep. F, capital F. Capital S. Yes. Okay. We are going to try and hook up with you on Twitter. We are going to stay in contact with you, and I hope that after today's march that the press will be speaking to you also about, I think, some of the responsible actions we must take to promote um, understanding and, and to promote anti-xenophobia. We, we need this. We need a public campaign around it. Prince Adenge, thank you, Head of Communications at the African Diaspora Forum.